This is the Wildflower Beef Farm Report for Saturday, November 21st, 2020. I'm Hank. What a week. I tell you, it's been so warm. Yesterday we were out, and you need to check us out on Instagram, wildflower underscore beef farm. Uh, and, and check us out and see uh, the video I posted on the activity at the hive. And, I, I, you know, I started wondering, well, what are these bees doing? They're not being robbed. I, I kept a close eye on that. There's nothing going on there. So I, I kept watching, and then I went down by the pond, and I could see many bees going to get water. So for whatever reason, a lot of the bees were out yesterday uh, looking for water and getting it because we have the ponds right on the property. So there was no issue with them getting the water. It was so warm. It was probably 15, 16 degrees outside of the wind. If you, you know, inside the um, bush where we have the different uh, social distance size, you're probably talking 17, even up to 20 degrees. Last week, I talked about the um, sort of the purpose and the uh, benefit of having the internal monitors in, in the hives and being able to see the sort of dangerous humidity. So I took out that um, commercial product that was on the bottom and on top of it I had had uh, pine shavings and sure enough within a day it uh, went from about 92% humidity and it had been at 92% pretty much for a couple of weeks and um, it immediately went down to 75s in the 70s and right now it's still in the 70s even though the temperature really this morning was 18 degrees inside that hive and the humidity was down to 70 uh, i believe it was 73 percent so there's some stability happening and the bees are learning uh you know how to adjust their environment now that they have a different cover on the top strictly the pine shavings uh, with ventilation and it certainly has worked on the other hives they have really great numbers stable humidity so far touch wood um, you have to wonder too about the benefit to the bees being able to be out and uh, not have to use a lot of the stores to stay warm because the internal temperature of the hive is so is so warm. Um, soon that will change. Also wondering about some of the hives where we see these uh, you know sort of large congregations being uh, winter bees just sort of getting their bearings, um, and and that's going to be something we're going to do a little more digging into uh, to see what's happening there. Uh, we did catalog, I think I talked about it last time, all of the different wildflowers and blooming shrubs and trees we have, and we're looking at about 91 different species uh, on the farm, which is exciting. Uh, this week in the wildflowerbeefarm.com pod um, uh, blog, I'm talking about um, propolis, and I have some videos on that, so if you're a member, uh, please join us. This is a, a, a really uh, fascinating uh, time of the year and topic with regard to the feeding of bees and the sort of the balance between becoming uh, too much of a manager and perhaps not enough. And I think that, you know, the dilemma I faced with the humidity sort of hit home for me about at one point you want to intervene to help them, but you don't want to do too much because that's really not, you know, going to help them in the long run and it's not natural in a way um, the seeds of course were all planted as I talked about last week and we had an inspection uh, great inspection from the garden we walked the farm and to, to look at what's happening with uh, you know the way we chose to do this and even though we had had a minus four drop in temperature overnight one one day this week we did still have some white clover blooming because of the height of the plants I don't believe it did have frost because they looked uh still active we actually did see a few bees coming in with uh with pollen which really surprises me for almost the end of november here in ontario uh, a couple of other thoughts um 
the issue of you know the the winter and and what happens to the bees over the winter with regard to their survival i saw an interesting podcast that talked about that when bees actually don't make it through the winter or um you know leave early last year we had lost a hive in october they just absconded they were just gone likely because it wasn't a place they wanted to live at that time we were still cash crop farming and um <clears throat> for whatever reason whether it be mites or whatever they they were gone um that that actually has a natural cycle to it where um the hive is empty wax moths come in they eat all the the you know the the wax that's there and then eventually when that's gone they leave and then uh, eventually the hope is that a swarm will come in and start the cycle all over again so there was some discussion about how when a when a hive perishes or when you have a hive that suddenly absconds and leaves um it's best to leave the hive alone which which we traditionally don't do in beekeeping we're supposedly going to go in and do a, what they call a hive autopsy and find out what happened and if necessary burn the burn the um frames or uh, look at a different way to reposition or repurpose the the product so I, I guess that's kind of an issue in the sense of as we go through the dilemma of helping bees versus beekeeping what we should do in the spring when we do have some hives and i mean it's unrealistic to expect every one of our 31 hives to survive um even though they're going into the winter strong we it's just not reasonable to believe that because in nature they wouldn't survive all of them uh so the question is what should we do with the hives um that don't make it and i'm still torn by that going to do more research and look at um what others have done who have chosen to sort of help but not totally uh, seriously manage them a final thought on the construction of the hives the the langstroth hive initial initially and we're talking about the sort of the rectangular shaped square boxes where you can put boxes on top of each other so we're not talking about the top bar hives or the log hives traditionally were quite thicker they were they had more insulation and they were also um you know heavier so if you take a a double walled wooden hive langstroth and you fill it with honey and bees it's well over 100 pounds which is going to be much more difficult to maneuver in certain situations so i think over time the the thickness of the insulation came down which may have resulted in some issues but if you read the science it tells us that, that you know it's not really the cold that will kill the bees it's in fact the humidity and the the moisture that drips on the bees and which can then cause them to die rather rather quickly so still debating that whether we should do some reinforced uh langstroth hive next year with wood um there is a a push in some areas to use styrofoam believe it or not uh because of its insulation quality i have a bit of a problem with that because of well all kinds of reasons so we're going to look at the best way to use wood and wood products um the internal temperature and humidity monitors will help us with that because we have hives with different sort of sizes and consistencies um and we'll be able to sort of monitor what happens as well as you know sort of put that in context of of the health of the hive when it comes to the spring so this week we're still doing videos we did some videos the other day if you go to wildflowerbeefarm.com you'll be able to watch the blog that i put up every week and uh, we we appreciate your support um in in our work now it's pretty much um you know monitoring the hives as the um the monitors from uh, home except are remote so i do them via the internet but the uh, brood minder which is the commercial 
beekeepers internal hive monitor you have to actually stand by the hive and have the bluetooth download i have one remote one that i can do online but the others are all scattered so i need to be by the hive so the data is a little slower but as we get into the winter we're going to be able to analyze sort of the data based on hive structure and how it's made up and i'll give you give you feedback on that so you have a, have an amazing week um depending on where you are you're you're probably under certain some type of covid uh lockdown or or mandate and uh I can tell you it seems like a treat to be able to walk the farm and look at the bees during these times and hope that everybody stays safe. And we'll talk again next week.